Our podcast is produced and managed by Upstarter Pods. If you're looking to grow your business, increase your credibility in your niche, or attract a larger and more loyal community to your brand, then you should be starting a podcast. Upstarter works with busy entrepreneurs, business owners, and side hustlers just like you and customizes your plan to fit your time availability, budget, and goals. They're also running a massive discount until the end of 2020 for new launches. So you can find the right fit for you and your business. Go to upstarterpods.com or click the link below in the show notes. Welcome to Brand Meet Creator Podcast with me, Harley Jordan, and Sonia Elise. A place where we pull back the curtain and the trashy filters on the influencer marketing industry. So pull up a chair and grab a notebook. It's time to shed some light on the ever-changing Instaverse. Welcome back to another episode of Brand Meet Creator. And today I get to talk all by my lonesome because Sonia has finally had her baby. If you haven't seen on her Instagram, baby Wesley is here and he is a big boy and he's making friends with buddy dog. So head to our Instagram and give her a big congrats. Um, We miss you here on Brand Meet Creator. So let's start off. Let's start off today with a little, if you like it, like it. So this one I saw, this one I saw in the news yesterday, and I am dying about Instagram is currently testing out a new option, which would enable you to add a song to your profile. Very, very, very MySpace esque. So this is a big full circle moment. If you're looking for, you know, that extra personality, maybe like some throwing some HTML, some coding in there in your Instagram profile. Apparently, we're taking things to the next level. So I don't know if I actually like this, but it's in the news. It's new and for you. So if you like it, like it. Today, we're going to be taking an audience question, which was what to do if a reel pops off. What do you do? what what do you take from this information? Is it random? Can we do it again? How do we repeat it? How do we move forward? And even in the extreme, what do we do when virality hits? You're bringing in tons of views, tons of followers, tons of interest. What happens next? Because I don't want you to feel like you are in an analysis paralysis moment because something did well. <laughs> we're just, we're so used to all of the negativity. We're so used to this roller coaster of views that we just don't know how, what to do when success actually hits. So let's dive into the nitty gritty here. What do we look at when your reel pops off? And I think the first thing that we really all need to get on the same page about is the algorithm, how the algorithm works. Because the algorithm is not something that is randomized. It's a machine. It takes all of your data into account, the milliseconds that someone is watching. So very often, (laughs) oh, I feel like I'm calling people out. Very often, I'll get these comments on my reels talking about analytics. And someone will say, the algorithm is so random. It's all so annoying because I have these two reels and they're exactly the same. And one did so well. One of them's my highest performer and the other one got 50 views. And so little me 
runs over, runs over real quick (laughs) to stock their reels. And you better believe that those reels are nowhere near similar. Nowhere near, nowhere near. So I'm sitting there watching both reels and saying, you know what? Yeah, I understand why that one tanked and I understand why the other one did so much better. And part of that is hindsight 2020. You know, I have this happened to me all the time where I post a reel and, you know, the views start to trickle in and I'm like, I should have done this. I should have put this little extra caption thing. I should have put a call to action. I should have put something in the title. So what am I really looking at when I go to those per- this person's reel? Why is it so obvious to me why something did so much better and the other one tanked? And really the biggest piece is in those first three seconds, those first three seconds, because as you're on the reels tab, you are a, a, a newbie. You know, you don't know the person that you're watching the majority of the time. You might recognize them if you see their reels all the time. And you might actually press follow because you recognize them all the time. But generally, you don't know them. So our job in our reels is to really build that like, know and trust instantly for someone to understand immediately exactly who we are, what we do, and if we can help them. So that's your checklist right there. In your first three seconds, can I tell who you are, what you do, And if you can help me and a couple creators that do this amazingly, I've been hyping this person up for probably the last, the last month or so, Cecily Bachman, I'll, I'll, I'll link her in the um, show notes and funny story. She's actually the sister-in-law of my friend, Samantha Bachman, who is also a viral charcuterie board girly. Um, So Clearly, good content runs in the family. But here's why I want you to go check out her account. Because it all comes down to niche. It all comes down to niche. And if you look at your reels, you'll see some that are easy recipes for the busy mom, busy, messy mom, someone that doesn't cook. Um, You'll see normalizing a messy car. You'll see what to do to feel put together when you you're a mom, or you'll see, you know, morning routine with four kids as a pastor's wife, that kind of thing. Now, all of these things, what she really did is, you know, recipes and fashion and kids stuff and whatever. It feels very lifestyle. But when you look at that title, when you look at the words on the screen, I am very clearly connecting. We're trying to, we're trying to pull our shit together, right? We're feeling messy. We're feeling put together. We have, or we're not feeling put together. We have so many things on our plate. We're in full on hurricane mode. And she's the girl that I can relate to and that can teach me how to feel a little bit more pulled together. So that's what we want that feeling that, 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 uh, basically umbrella, being able to put a label on your stuff of who you are who, what you're going to give me. And if this is for me is an immediate that I need now going into the nitty gritty of this, the nitty gritty of details within your reel that I'm also really looking at are the movement within the first, the first clip, 
I want to feel a lot of the time, if you're creating casual content, if you're creating casual content, I want to feel like I am on a FaceTime call with you. So if you if you scroll through, if you scroll through the Reels tab, some of those viral videos, you'll see them slide into screen, plop down in their seat. And you know what? That creator probably did that six times. They probably plopped down in their seat six times to get it perfect and to feel casual. <laughs> this this body language thing, this, this catching someone's eye, this little movement that you can include in your video, it's such a it's such a psychology hack. And this the, the behavioral stuff is what interests me so much. I think this is the most, most interesting lesson of my entire course is like how to catch someone's eye. And I talk about it for like 20 minutes. I probably, all of my, all of my alums are probably like, yeah, Harley, you ramble on it. But I think it's so interesting how to make someone feel like they are on the other side of a FaceTime call. So we have movement, we have the title on screen. And now I know you're going to ask this trending audio, what do I feel about it? Um... Here's my thoughts. I feel like this is a controversial opinion. I think that the people that are doing it especially well, the the creators that are the biggest in their industry and are the essentially thought leaders, the creatives, the most creative people that you think of in certain niches, they are not using trending audio or they might be using a trending song, but they're not lip syncing. They're using their own voice. They're doing the come with me vlogs. They're doing, you know, something to show off how they are in real life. Your voice is so powerful. Your voice is so powerful in teaching someone about who you are as a person. And online, what are we trying to do? With your social media presence, we're trying to make someone feel connected to you. So that body language, the way you speak, all of it is so, so important. So with trending audio, how much can I really glean from a seven-second lip sync, a four-second lip sync? Not that much. So yes, it might take your big things bigger, but it has so much more to do with what's in screen as opposed to just the music. So there you have it. There you have it. I think use your voice. And that's the biggest thing that I'm telling all of my people is, or all of my students, use your voice, use your voice, use your voice. Lean into being the blogger and making making people feel like you are their in real life connection. Because if they feel like you are their in real life connect, connection, we're going to relate this back to the algorithm. They're going to watch for longer. They're going to like they're going to comment, they're going to share. And that's going to be an immediate eye catching moment, even as our cultural norm starts to trend towards I'm not liking as much. Think about your behavior on Instagram right now. Are you liking as much as you were six months ago? I know I'm not. I I actually have noticed this a ton of times where I watch the video all the way freaking through, all the way through. And I'm sitting here as a coach, not liking things. And I did like it. In my heart, in my heart and soul, I liked it, but I didn't actually like it. How crazy is that? So with the algorithm, this really relates back to our conversation about meaningful interactions is 
The algorithm is really going to take all of those milliseconds and tiny interactions into account before it says, okay, this this content is valuable. It's entertaining. It's it's getting the people talking and creating that ripple effect of pushing pushing your content out to the next ring of people. So thinking about that that data interaction and going back to your reels of did this flop? Did this not? Here's the here are these two very similar reels. We've we've thought about the we've thought about the title, we've thought about the sound, we've thought about the first three seconds, the movement, we're really catching someone's attention from the get-go. Now, here's the next bit. And this is this is a little bit harder. Now we need to dive into the topic. And I don't just mean the topic, I mean the tone of the topic. How are you really portraying this topic? Because a lot of the time, what I'll see is specifically with my audience, they don't like me preaching. They do not like me preaching. You you don't like me preaching at you. Weird, right? They don't like me acting like a college professor. You know what my audience does like when I step off the podium and talk about my real life been there, done that. Here's my example. Here's how you can do the same thing. And when I fall back into that trap of, you know, I am the expert, which is which is a weird trap to fall into because I am the expert. I I get hit with a get hit in the chest with my own ego and those views sink. So really, how are you talking about things? What do people want from you? What do they really appreciate? And what makes you unique about your perspective? And I know that's a huge soul searching question. So I'm going to leave that there. And let's let's kind of discuss this, what to do if you hit an extreme. Yeah, if you hit if you hit gold and you have that A plus more views than your follower count and you're seeing good engagement come in, that's great. And we can we can take some of that and run with it in the next reel. We can take those metrics and that data and that topic and that tone and that title and try again and create a stream of really consistent content for your audience. But virality is a different monster. And I've actually I want to talk about this because I've had a ton of clients go viral recently, like mega, mega viral, mega, mega viral, and like bringing in, you know, 10K plus in a matter of a couple of days, 100K plus in a matter of a couple of days. And you know what? It's always two things. Analysis paralysis of, I don't know these people. I don't know what they like. I don't know what to do. How do I, how on earth do I move forward? And, and this recon mission of, ooh, maybe I didn't portray my message correctly. Maybe I do need to pivot in my messaging because the people that I'm bringing in just aren't my people. So sometimes it is that going back to the drawing board moment or that, I'm deleting a lot of these people moment instead of the big positivity that we think about when we think of viral growth. If you want to head back in time to our episode, we did a whole episode about virality and the pitfalls of it. 
you can learn more about our perspective there. But viral growth really just isn't what it's chalked up to be. So here's here's your take home message with any of these analytics that you're looking at. Any of these hits, misses, anything that you're seeing. Number one, you can't have the highs without the lows. You cannot have the highs without the lows. And I know this is such an unfortunate bit, but we learn so much about our audience from those lows. So, so much. And it's really in the minutia that we can make these big steps in pivoting our personal brand and creating something that really feels like you. So often I get caught in this trap of I, I want to put myself in a box. I am, I am a free spirit creative and I, for the sake of my, <laughs> for the sake of my pinball machine brain, I want to put myself in a box and say, I am this or my audience is this. So I need to be doing X. And that is not the case. Your messaging can be constantly evolving, constantly moving, but you have to figure out what that label is, what really resonates. Because just like I was talking about with Cecily, it's not in the the main topic. It's not that she's creating all of this food and mom and fashion content. She's creating for a specific person that is multifaceted and has so many interests and passions. And that right there has to be our goal as we go into social media, because that is how we keep up a really sustainable presence from this platform. So there you have it, my long-winded answer to what to do when you have a reel that pops off. So of course, I am so happy to take on any other questions, slide into my DMs, head to my Instagram and catch me in those DMs. And I can't wait to hear from you. Let's talk about my new weekly challenges. Whether you have 200 followers or 200K followers, we all have the same dilemmas. How to continue feeling inspired within your niche, how to make your community feel connected, and how to do it all with your busy schedule. For only $4 a month, I'll be sending the same advice I provide my all-influence management clients straight to your phone. Head to the show notes to sign up before this upcoming Wednesday to be included in our next challenge.